0: Welcome to In the Word with Darren Dusso, a show that is dedicated to bringing you sound, biblical teaching from the Word of God to both educate and inspire you. Here's your host, Darren Dusso. Welcome to In the Word. I'm your host, Darren Dusso, and uh, we're just so grateful to be coming to you again. And thank you uh, for joining us today as we continue to study the scriptures and right now we're studying the blood, and uh, last week we gave you a little a little hint on where we were going, but today we're gonna we're gonna go into what the Old Testament has to say and some of the pictures and uh, the uh, typologies that uh, were shown to us in the Old Testament. And uh, hey, I just want to let you guys know that uh, I'm working on the sound, and hopefully this is. This is coming along great now. Uh, the sound is coming out better, so I'm trying to make this more enjoyable for you to listen to, and uh, just get into His Word, and and get that deep re- uh, revelation that you that you really need. And uh, we just thank you. Um, sorry for those buzzing noises. I don't know what that was, but so anyways, let's uh, let's open in prayer and let's ask the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father. We just come into your presence. As we get into your word, we just ask that the Holy Spirit just come come in and open our hearts, open our minds, and open uh, open our eyes to see what you have written down for us, and, and uh, give us a revelation in our hearts that these times that we spend together, we don't just learn something, but it changes us and makes us. More in your image, and Father, we just thank you for this time. We ask that you you bless everyone that uh, is listening, and just uh, give us that give us that revelation that we really desire and need uh, to to have changed lives. And we thank you. We praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So this week we're going to get into. Hebrew uh, or last week we we read Hebrews 922 and I just want to recap a little bit on that is you know without blood there's no remission so without the shedding of blood there is no remission so we have to look at that and keep that in the back of our in the back of our thoughts right now as we look at into the Old Testament, we have to look at the Old Testament through the lens of the New Testament. So, I think that that's the the starting point where we need to start. And let's look at the the very first picture of God's love for us. And that's found in one of my favorite chapters of the entire Bible, chapter 3 of Genesis. But it's such a great chapter, I just kind of want to key in on on where we're going today, um, and how it pertains to us today. And I just want to show you that God, God gave us the example. So Genesis chapter three, I want to start out with verse 21. And just to recap a little bit for you, if you're not familiar with, with the Genesis three, Genesis three is all about the fall of man. And, the, the fall, the redemption, the, the, the promise, uh, everything is spelled out in chapter 3. But when we come down to verse 21, it says this. It says, also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. So after the fall, they were naked and God closed them now it doesn't say that he took an animal and he killed it and made uh the the skins the tunics but when it says uh, that he made tunics of skin we know that that's what happened um and that's how, how, you know, we get our clothes today, our leathers and stuff. An animal has to be, has to be killed. There's the shedding of blood. You're, there's the skinning of the animal and then it's made into uh, the different types of clothes or whatever. But we see here, and this is the first instance where we see God doing the, the sacrifice of an innocent animal and covering the guilt of Adam and Eve, and that nakedness represents that guilt, um, and they were they they were they felt guilty, so they wanted they they were naked. So that's our first instance in the scriptures of the innocent uh, being slain or slaughtered and covered covering the guilty. So it, it's a it's a really wonderful picture and great picture. Um, and as we see these pictures in the Old Testament, we, we see many of them, what has God's been doing uh, and is doing in the world today. And you see a word that's constantly uh, all throughout scriptures is, is the word is the covenant. And this shedding of blood leads into the covenant. And I have to explain a little bit about covenant and the word covenant. Just just to give you an understanding of what it is. And it's a legal contract and it's sealed. And it's a it's a it's a contract between uh two people or two parties or or something to that effect and this contract in the old testament it was very specific on how it was to be done and there was a there was certain animals that got cut in half the blood got poured out between between the two halves, and there was this aisle between the two halves, and each party walked through that aisle made of the two halves of animals, um, with the blood, and that was to seal the the covenant. And those three things, or those two things. Um, always, always go hand in hand, the blood and a sign. And we're going to notice that this, this two halves represent if you broke the covenant and you've heard, maybe, maybe you've heard it at sometimes called the blood covenant. If you broke the covenant, uh, that meant death so you're walking through death on each side the two halves of the animals you're walking through it and that's representing death if you break the covenant and the first the first time that we can we come to that is when when god makes a covenant with um with abraham and he makes this covenant but instead of both parties walking through, because God knows that man can fail, <clears throat> God walked through the covenant, sealing the covenant with Abraham. And that was that was God's promise to Abraham, that he was going to make him a father of many nations. And Now that we have the New Testament, we can understand that. And just to understand that, I think we get the picture that with, you know, back to what I was saying before, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. So blood is very significant. It's never without blood. Nothing can happen without the blood. And there's many covenants that go, continue on through there's actually eight covenants total in scripture but the blood covenants are the, are the uh, binding ones that God has shown us and and used and there's um, there's a covenant that David makes with Jonathan and and they sealed it with blood with their own blood uh, cutting their cutting their arms and you can read about that in the scripture too. So just uh, a, a quick note on that, I didn't I, I just wanted to explain the covenant thing. So when we look through this, we see these covenants because the next time that we come to uh, the shedding of blood and a sacrifice would be basically in the next chapter, chapter four of Genesis, where um, Abel, um brings a, a better sacrifice than Cain and the better sacrifice was because it was a blood sacrifice that's the that was the sacrifice that God has shown uh, Adam and Eve that it's the s- sacrifice of the innocent um, and the shedding of blood that what God really needed. So when you're looking through the scriptures or reading through the scriptures, always think about covenant and that promise that came with it. And you can you just you see it at a at a different lens and, and a different way. And these are these are typology of or, or pictures of what is to come. And looking at that, like I said, we look at it. Through the New Testament, we can understand what the Old Testament was doing. Now, let's let's properly get a, a better picture of that. And I believe that when we see this, you, you can understand it. And when we turn to Exodus chapter 12, we get that, we get that better look. We'll, we'll see the picture. I got a little bit of reading here to do because there's so much that I really want to point out to you. But I want to read the scriptures And like I said, when when we're reading the scriptures, let's look at what God is really saying in these scriptures. So we're going to look at Exodus chapter 12. We're going to start out with verse 3, and I'm going to read to verse 13. So here, this is what it says. It says, speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, on the 10th of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let his and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you should keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight, and they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts on the lentil of the house where they eat. They shall eat the flesh on the night, roast it in the fire with unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Do not eat it raw nor boiled, at all with water, but roasted in fire, its head with its legs and its entrails. You shall let none of it remain until morning, and what remains of it until morning you shall burn with fire, and thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood of shall be a sign for you on the house where you are and when I see the blood I will pass over you and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt that's a very beautiful picture, it's a lot of reading Um, there's so much in that scripture that I just read but i just want to key in on the blood for this for this time um i mean i could go line by line and and explain each sign and and what it represents but for now let's just talk about the blood and the blood as you notice in verse 12 um the blood is what has the power for the passing over of the judgment and then in verse 13, the blood is the sign for it. And we got to notice that God didn't go in the house and look who's in the house, but he, what he was looking for was he was looking for the blood. If you had the covering of blood on your doorpost and your lintel, mm-hmm. um, then he passed over and judgment passed over you and you were spared that's a very uh, important note to, to let let think, uh, sink in and really, really get that um, remember nothing is without the shedding of blood we have to remember in the New Testament uh, I'm going back and forth now but we remember what John the Baptist said when when he saw Jesus coming into the into the water to him, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Uh, here in Exodus is this picture of of God coming and passing passing judgment over because you've got the blood. And This is what, this is what Jesus did. If you, if you accept Jesus, you're accepting Jesus's sacrifice. You're accepting the blood as a covering for you. It's a perfect sacrifice. And when we go a little bit further into this, we notice that there's more, (laughs) there's, there's so much more, um, in the Old Testament, the high priest went into the Holy of Holies and sprinkled the blood of the sacrifice on the mercy seat once a year. And that was for the atonement of all the Israelites, of all the sin. And now we have uh, Jesus that brought his own blood into the very throne room of God, and this is found in Hebrews nine, um, starting with verse twelve. Um, Hebrews does a great job of explaining uh, all of that. If you if you really want to study that more deeply, I just don't have enough time on the podcast to go into all that. But just to get you interested or, or into a read some of those scriptures. All of it says good, and uh, continue reading down. If you if you read down to verse fourteen, it says the blood of Christ will purge your conscience also. So you get this purging, cleansing effect. You get uh, you get the um, the atonement uh, taken care of. There's so much that the blood covers. Um, our atonement was because of the blood of Christ. Our perfect sacrifice, and we just have to remember: nothing is without the blood. Blood is our physical lifeline, our spiritual life. Uh, blood is our our life source. It's a delivering force, and it's a cleansing solution. And we have to remember those things as we read the scriptures. This is what this is what God was showing us all along in the Old Testament. Through the New Testament, it's revealed, and when we when we can get to the place where we can really truly understand that, it's nothing that we did. Jesus did it all, and when he was on a cross, that's why he said, "It is finished." He completed his work so that we can now enter into that relationship. With God, and we are, we are not, uh, we're not accounted for as sin any longer, because we take on the righteousness of Christ. Christ is giving us that righteousness through His blood sacrifice, and we have to remember that it is the blood is that which ran from the throne room of God all the way down to the earth. And it releases anyone who calls on the name of the Lord. As as it says in Romans 9, uh, for anyone that, that calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And if you confess with your mouth, the Lord is your savior. Uh, and, and you believe in your heart, uh, you shall be saved. So, This is, it's very important that we get the picture that it's the blood and back again, nothing without the shedding of blood. Nothing happens. So there's a lot to uh, what I went through today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you really take time and read through these scriptures that I've, I've highlighted for you. Um, ask God to reveal more to you. And I believe that, uh, you know, when we, when we search out and seek him, he, you know, according to scriptures, says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. So when we're seeking, uh, a closer relationship with him, he's, he's faithful and he's going to complete his work in you, uh, to bring you that. So this is uh, this is very very interesting that I, I just hope that it gets your blood moving. I, you know it gets my gets my heart all riled up and I hope it does the same for you. Um, that's a lot that I've covered so this week I'm gonna end it there and we have a lot more to cover but I don't want to overwhelm I don't want to overwhelm you. I want you to really dive into getting uh, getting understanding of this. Um, because uh, next week we're going to start talking about what the blood does for us after we accept that blood and accept that sacrifice and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. How, how much victory we have in the blood and the power that we have in that blood and because of the blood. So that's a uh, that's where we're headed with this, because we really want to motivate motivate you uh, into that deeper relationship. We want to motivate you to know who you are in Christ and the power that you have <clears throat> been given in Christ. And, and Jesus, <clears throat> he suffered and shed his blood for us to have that power, and he wants us to use it. And and this is the time and, and the season for using it. So those are the things we're going to get into. Um, thank you for joining me on this episode of In the Word. And uh, I just hope you got a revelation out of that. And uh, hope this encourages you to get into his word. Uh, love, love to hear from you guys. Uh, you can email me at darrenduso at yahoo.com. D-A-R-R-E-N-D-U-S-O at yahoo.com. Uh, just want to thank everybody for for joining me. For more episodes, go to in the word.captivate.fm. In the word was produced and edited by the Burns Media Group, LLC. For more info, go to the BMG network.com. Great people over there. I love those guys, and uh, they've been so helpful to uh, just get this thing rolling and. I'm hoping that you're really enjoying the the episodes and the teachings and if you got any questions or comments or if you need prayer or or anything just reach out to me and uh, we'll get we'll get back to you as uh, as soon as I can uh, in the meantime have a really blessed week. we thank you and love you guys bye bye. Thank you for listening to In the Word with Darren Dusso. Be sure to tune in each week for another inspiring and informative episode. In the Word was produced and edited in the BMG studio. For more info, go to the